0: This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. All right, thank you
1: so much. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show for this Tuesday morning, March the 29th. Wonderful to have you along. It's here at Nico and Jimmy. and was like 10 minutes uh, early today.
2: I knew you could do
1: it.
3: I... I... Thank I you. I
2: had total faith in you. Thank
3: you. Thank you. Never done. I couldn't have done this without your support and yours. you. And mom. Mom. God. Mom. <laughs> mom, give you a little wake-up call today, make sure you were on time? Uh, No, I, I just think it would be appropriate to thank my thank mom, mom for everything. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, day two of the fallout of the slap at the Academy Awards. So, we had... It was... You know, it was interesting. I was going through our neckline calls Mm -hmm. yesterday morning. And I must have been getting to the ones from Friday and Saturday. And I ran out of time. Because when I went back to check the rest of the neckline, I should probably get that number out, too. I'll do that in a second. (laughs) All of a sudden, all the calls went from random things to Will Smith slapping... Chris Rock. Like it was, was obvious. All. Like, yeah. boom. It was like, oh, it must have just happened because we started to get all these calls about it. So, the neckline is a number that you could call in, leave a message that we'll listen to, could get played back on the air. And that number is 844 805 neck 844 805 6325, to leave a message for us. Now, if you want to call us in the studio, By the way, is this number changing? I'm so confused now. I am...
2: I'm so confused, too.
1: Didn't he put all your Post-it notes No. Uh Uh-uh.
2: He didn't put... I
1: asked Daver if we'd switched over to the new phone operation. Yes. And he said, no, not yet.
2: No? Wait, what do
1: you mean? When did you ask him this? When
2: did you tell him that? When did he say
1: that? After the meeting yesterday, so... 11, 11.30, okay, no, noon? It get?
2: was my understanding that the new number is already working. Yeah,
1: it's already been
3: working. It's it's already set up. Right, 10 so o'clock, it was going to be digital. It was going to be meeting, done. You mean for the
1: neckline?
2: Nico, Nico knew so much yesterday, and I was like, did I miss a memo? Pretty sure it was an email. I didn't know. I thought
1: the studio line we were going to give out was also oh, changing. No. I am so, oh,
2: so in the dark no, about it. I Daver... And he's all like, yes, we've been promoting it all week, and I'm all, we have?
3: Yeah, we have. Okay, Joanna, this is how messed up Buzz is and how bad his memory is. Daver literally came in last week and was trying to explain this to Buzz, and Buzz was like already getting annoyed and like, come on, what are you talking about? I don't understand. Daver's like, well, the the phone system is changing. And I I was trying to help Buzz understand that but I
1: checked back in yesterday with Daver after our morning show meeting, and he said, no, wait until further notice.
2: no he sent an email buzz
1: since when
2: since march 22nd okay and he says starting this monday at 10am our three stations will cut over to the new studio phone lines
4: all right what and is the new studio phone line i
2: asked him have you put one of these in buzz's studio cuz he's putting the 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 new numbers everywhere and he said yes i have already yeah. put them in buzz's studio our new number is 915 910 Four nine nine five.
1: You got that, Buzz? It's not written. I mean, I don't see it anywhere. You have either. a pin with you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Could have written it down or check the email that went out March 22nd. <laughs>
3: Jeez, He's such an old man. He's already getting upset about this <laughs>
1: process.
2: Buzz doesn't deal well with change.
1: Change, no. Change is bad. Change is bad. And it's important that we say the 915, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, how do you? I mean, is that one of the numbers? Do you have to, if you dial a local number, do you have to dial 915 now for all of them? I think so. I think it's best practices. Just just use the
2: air Your code. phone should automatically just it put should. 915. 915 910 4995 is our new number.
3: Maybe not Buzz's phone, though. It works on clams and shells. <laughs> I'm, not seeing, I'm not seeing the thing from Dave Run.
2: dude you have one email literally
3: the search function is right above you
2: all you gotta put is David David
3: David, yeah I forgot his name's
2: not David (laughs) (laughs) and it was March 22nd while Buzz looks for that email throughout his entire thing let me once again repeat we have a new studio line number that you could call into it's 915-910-4995
1: Yeah, that's good. Remind everybody. I got to be honest. I think I was left off.
2: No, you weren't. This El Paso users, that's you.
1: Oh, I have my computer set up that if anything goes out to all El Paso users, it automatically deletes it.
2: Okay, you know how to do that, but you don't know how to get an extra email for all the other stuff you have. Wait,
1: why would you ever do that?
2: How do you do that? Also, (laughs) because you get in
1: these things where somebody's like somebody was named Employee of the Month. And then they say congratulations, and then another person says, before you know it, you're starting to get like a hundred emails. conversation, then you're missing out on vital information.
2: Buzz loses like one point of self-esteem when he's not employed. How how is me not showing up to work a problem, but this isn't? This is how you miss out on a lot of things. I'm
1: here, Arnie. <laughs> what do you mean? Is because Nico usually misses the first break of the morning, so he misses out on a lot of things. Or Are you saying because I set up my computer, so if anybody sends it out to all,
2: how do you even know how to do that?
1: Yeah, I don't even know how you knew.
2: I it. don't know. How I was to motivated
1: do that. to figure that out, so I figured it out. <laughs>
2: Okay, well, good job. You just lost out on the new number information. Yeah. Yesterday, I kept thinking, how does Nico know all of this? I don't even know all of this.
3: Well, again, because Daver came in and we had to, he had to sit down and like baby step us through with the whole thing. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, I know everything I, now.
1: I'm gonna, you know what? <laughs> I'm just waiting for somebody to call back in on the old number and be like, hey, I tried that new number, Joe, and it was given out. Oh, you just, guys are wrong. Yeah, it's a dial. No, Daniels
3: because wrong. yesterday
2: that Daver gave us the new number. Michelle and I were confirming that that was the the Uh, new number.
1: All right, so give it to me one more time to call us during the show.
2: 915 910 4995.
1: 910? Yes. 4955. Yes. 910. Yes. That sounds like a prefix. Doesn't 910 sound like it should be the prefix in like Buffalo, New York or something? 910-4955 910-4955 nah, yeah. oh, five, five. Well the 4955 five is easy to remember No, It's
3: 4995
1: No yes. Why yes. would it be 4995
2: Okay dude I asked the same thing yesterday And I had to confirm David this is the number right
1: Why would it be 995 We're 955 five. it seems like I a gimme I thought the same
2: thing but That's the number because we had to double check four,
1: nine. Nine
2: Ooh, five. Oh, call! Nice.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they're telling us how terrible radio, <laughs> the radio this is. Wait, so they changed the number, and we could have picked out. well I guess we couldn't have picked out any number, but the one they came up with is not our call letters.
2: Some dude called in our, to confirm that is the number.
1: Four Thank nine you so much, dude.
3: Nine five.
2: Oh my god.
3: Good morning. Yeah.
2: Good morning.
1: Good morning. It's Buzz. Hey, uh, are we going to do a Fresh Prince of Bel Air parody song contest?
4: You should. I got
1: mine ready to go. I got mine ready to go. You, are
4: you, you finished? both have one. Wait,
1: I have to finish
3: the rest of the lyrics. It's going to take me like another hour. I need like professional help. I'll say, you. I'll give you an hour.
2: <laughs> I'm going to isolate the audio. I need professional help. And I,
1: I need professional help. S- and I think you're probably going to have to do yours live. Yeah, unless you can get in the studio, but we'll have a. Oh, uh, maybe I could. We'll have a contest to see who can do the best parody. Now this the f- is
3: the story all about how Chris Rock's face turned flipped upside down.
2: Nice.
1: Yeah. Right.
3: No. No. Now I, I lost it. Wait. Hold up. I lost it again. Hold up. I'm almost there. Now this is the story all about how Chris no, Rock's face turned. All oh, right. Up.
2: Oh. You started it at a bad time.
3: Uh, oh yeah, Buzz. This you started it right in the middle.
2: Version of it. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town prince called Belair. Yeah.
3: West well, Hollywood, getting cucked on the sidelines is where I spent most of my days. <laughs> oh my feeling down, getting fat, and all fooled. Jade playing with bitches
1: inside the cesspool. All right. All right. A nice preview there. <laughs> we we'll have the
4: On a fresh scale prince. of
1: one to bad,
3: what'd you say that was? I want to give you a zero, a but that's one? not allowed.
2: So I'm giving you a one.
1: All right. Yeah, it's work in progress, right? I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe mine won't won't be any better. So, I did get the uh, company to say they'd give the winner five hundred dollars. I really want to put in some effort on that. A lot of reaction. I think even our late night roundup (laughs) is all people talking about the slap at the Academy Awards. Um, Will Smith has apologized to Chris Rock by name, something he didn't do uh, during his acceptance speech or. Anytime, I guess, at the after party where, where he was dancing and celebrating. But uh, sometime yesterday, Will Smith uh, apologized to Chris Rock by name. And it could have had something to do with the Academy is saying that it's opening an investigation and that there could be some kind of punitive action taken against Will Smith uh, over what went down at the Academy Awards. So uh, more of that coming up. In just a little bit.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast.
1: I thought we'd get to some of these uh, neckline calls. I could really tell when the calls started coming in on Sunday evening because prior to that, they had all they'd been about all kinds of different topics, just very random. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, they they all turned into. Can you believe? Will Smith just slapped the hell out of Chris Rock on television so uh we'll run some of those by you. Joanna, you give me that uh, number again? The new number to the studio if people want to call in. The new
2: number is 915-910-4995. 49-
1: 49- 55- 95- yes. Don't confuse them. Don't confuse myself. <laughs> Gas prices are up. Supply chain issues have made prices go up. Uh, inflation is up. But KLAQ is here to help. We are bringing back GoFund Yourself, and you could win $10,000. Just think about all the things that $10,000 could come in handy for you. could buy, That's like a month's worth of gas right there if you won $10,000. The Q's GoFundYourself $10,000 cash code start on Monday, this Monday. And there are going to be $2,000 winners daily. So two winners, each of them get $1,000 every day, Monday through Friday. Open the KLAQ mobile app for details, but just get ready. What you need to know is GoFundYourself returns to the KLAQ Airwaves on Monday, and you can win cash up to $10,000 from 95.5 KLAQ. Uh, I want to ask you guys if you've heard about this and see if I'm understanding the story right. People are inhaling tanning nasal spray. Oh, Have you, have
2: you heard what? of that, Joanna? No, they're... Ta- the, what?
1: Right. And I, What I was trying <laughs> to figure out from this story is, is it a product that's made to be inhaled or are they just taking tanning products... And inhaling them. Right. It sounds like what they're saying is that this is a new product. Some are opting for tanning nasal sprays. The viral beauty trend works how it sounds. You spray the product into your nose for an almost immediate darker tan. What? Huh? Wait, this sounds great, right? Sure. Sure. I mean, if you wanted to get a tan. Wait, by by putting it in your nose, you get a tan?
2: So it's a nasal spray that's supposed to make you tan?
1: Here's what the headline says, and this was in uh, the Times last week. People are inhaling tanning nasal spray, but is it safe? Does it explain what tanning nasal spray is? Uh, What I'm getting is that this is a product that they are selling. Uh, Experts warn that despite its popularity, particularly on TikTok, this tanning method can pose serious risks. Uh, It increases the production of melanin to darken skin pigmentation. But unlike most self-tanners, nasal sprays are meant to be inhaled for quicker results. The inside of the nose is very absorbent. There's no skin layer over it, so it gets absorbed into the bloodstream. It sounded to me like this is something they are they are marketing but and I will go back to the story here experts warn it's very risky and incredibly dangerous to use tanning nasal sprays because it's their ingredient melanotin that's not FDA approved and there is limited research about is about its efficacy or risks yeah we do a search See if you can find a product. Just do a Google search for nasal tanning product. Right. I'm just, see, I'm wondering if idiots on TikTok are just taking like Bandi Soleil and snorting that up their nostril through a straw, or if this comes, if this is how the product's supposed to be used.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, if there's a substance in it that isn't FDA approved, how do they put it out? So. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little confused about whether this is a product or whether people are just kind of rigging this themselves. Uh, one doctor says self-tanning creams are safe and effective and approved by a dermatologist. The same doctor says I tell my patients that the only way to get a tan safely is when it comes out of a bottle. Well, that's not true. They're cans, right? (laughs) I mean, it doesn't have to be a bottle necessarily. Yeah, but the idea of getting a deep dark tan from your nose, yeah, but from the sun is also very dangerous because it can cause skin cancer. So, Uh, additionally, the doctor uh, in this case advises people to be careful when using spray tan booths because inhalation of the chemicals can cause respiratory issues. How that search go? Did you find anything? Where they I just found- sell a product that you're supposed—that's the instructions say you're supposed to inhale it. Uh-huh.
2: I found something on Etsy called a nasal spray tanner, uh, a ten balance, and you just spray it into your nose.
3: Um, you really, I think, have to look up the m- melanotin two nasal sprays. Uh, that melanotin, I think, really will shorten your search. Okay. Um, also on Etsy,
1: it, it could just be somebody's running a uh, like a chemical operation out of the garage and making this stuff and selling yeah. no. it. This, this is
3: from nasaltanners.com. Okay. Well, there I feel like we're on the right track here. Okay. They have forty mil So they have the spray in different concentrations. Forty milligrams of mel, melanotin. Ten milligrams,
1: extreme strength with B twelve.
2: Spell melatonin. For me all I'm getting is okay. melatonin.
1: <laughs> melatonin. A, I think a lot of people might be thinking Nico's mispronouncing. <laughs> no, but you're not. It's, it's something called melanotan. Melanotan, like M E L A N O T A N. Melanotan, uh-huh. and they're saying that that's not the oh, that's okay. the that's the thing that's not approved by the FDA. Right. Research, huh? It's a peptide,
3: it's a type of peptide. And it's supposed oh to increase the body's ability to make melanin or skin or skin uh pigment producing cells. <laughs> oh
2: my
3: god. <laughs> Why would you do that? I don't know, just got a somebody Mel- left a laugh on. Melan-
2: me. it. Well, look, is I- an artificial hormone. It stimulates the pigment cells in your skin to produce melanin. Okay, let,
4: <gasps>
3: let me just clear oh this up. Oh, my God. I might. Let me just clear this up. That is probably a lie, or most likely a lie. What is? That you can
1: get a tan by putting a spray in your nose. Oh, you think the product, if it exists, doesn't even work that good. Well, they said. Well, that- this
2: one says that they have injections for it. Now, that but might. I, I'm not seeing anything on a nasal spray. It was,
1: ju- but see
3: that that com- or that chemical was said, it's not even been studied or approved by the FDA. So there is no science that is backing any of this up.
1: Yeah, but the, I think that's what the story is saying. Yeah. People are doing this, but doctors are saying it may not be safe.
2: Ooh, all these videos that are from TikTok <laughs> are already being like banned. Guys, mm-hmm.
1: we live in the Sun City. If you go out and do yeah, any kind of outdoor that. activity, you'll get a healthy.
3: Oh, a healthy tan. I feel like a vampire sometimes because the sun actually burns
1: my like my like
3: Should I can try feel it a burning. Fake
2: tan on you.
1: Yeah, it's hard for me to get like a tan. Just burn. Right. So I smell like bacon. My youngest daughter <laughs> doesn't it, it is what's the word I'm looking for? Pale. Pale. <laughs> no, that sounds too. It's very fair skinned.
2: Yes. Okay. And she would burn uh-huh. right away.
1: But her sister, just as soon as the sun starts coming out, her sister gets this deep, golden, just this beautiful tan. Okay.
2: You know?
3: Like, people are different. Uh-huh. She, has she always been real jealous of that?
1: No. I don't think it's a big deal yet.
2: I feel it like your is okay being that fair skin. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. You ready for some of these neckline calls about yep. what went down between Will Smith and Chris Rock? Woo. Here's the first one that came in. So this is right... I could, I could tell this must have been seconds after it occurred on TV.
5: What's going on, morning show? Did you just see Will Smith slap Chris Rock? Oh man, I'm, I'm passing through the Oscars. and I'm looking and I'm like, okay, Chris Rock gonna say some jokes, but man, that was intense. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, Will Smith was really angry, and that joke about GI Jane. That's a, uh, that's <laughs> some crazy stuff, man. <laughs> There's gonna be some lawsuits, maybe. Maybe. All right, I'm on
4: show.
2: maybe,
3: maybe.
1: Maybe. 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 Hey, so the Chris Rock joke would have been worse, like if she had cancer treatment or something, right? Like alopecia is not a is not a life ending disease. No, but the fact that any. Uh, any disease is bad to
3: make fun of, right? Are we are we going to put levels of yes, the diseases? Yes, that's what I'm trying okay. to do.
1: No, so I, if you're making fun of somebody, oh, their hair fell out, but they're not going to die, is not as bad as if somebody had just gone through chemo.
3: I would stay away from all of it, okay, personally. But you're, I mean, yeah, you're right. But imagine <laughs> if if she was going through chemo, and and he Chris Rock made that joke, would he even felt like a d bag then? Probably.
1: Do you think he feels like a D bag? I think he probably A little like, bit. Yeah, He's I like, think oh, he made think... fun of her hair and it turns out it wasn't a fashion statement.
2: Yes, because a lot of people were pointing out that Chris Rock has made a documentary that explored black community and their self esteem with their hair.
4: Good hair. Yes. Came
1: out like about ten years ago. Chris Rock made a documentary about people, especially people of color and especially women of color mm-hmm. and their hair. And alopecia was even one of the topics that they talked about in the Chris Rock documentary. Oh wow, I I didn't know that, but the documentary is called Good Hair,
4: mm-hmm.
1: and you could and it's I I would say the central thrust is, you know, uh, for for people of color, especially African American women, your self esteem is very tied up in your hair. Yeah, right? absolutely. I, I can tell you, mine is. Hold on I had I I had a pretty good uh, I just have to find it Yes I guess a few days before the Oscars Jada had talked about Her alopecia and said that she just Doesn't care
2: Oh, what right, people a video think. Is now I don't give two craps what people feel about this bald hit of mine because guess what? I love it.
1: Okay.
3: She's not it, the one that slapped him. It, hey, Brian, but,
2: re- it really suits her well, you
1: know? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people think that there must have been a second when Will was laughing at the joke about G.I. Jane to when he got up. She must have... Or giving him the saw, eye or right. something. Like,
2: he he did, saw her reaction and was like, "Oh, this isn't good." He
3: didn't look like he was laughing that hard to me. Like to me, I it could tell it was like polite a polite yes, laugh. It was a polite. It was polite. I'm laughter.
1: laughing at jokes. Okay, he's making a joke for the cameras. I'll do this. It'll look good. And then, right. and then the next thing you know, he was up on stage.
5: I just want to say, I guess everybody does hate Chris.
4: <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. That's, I mean, that's corny, but it's funny. <laughs> Do you know how the police know that Chris Rock had been slapped? How? Because he had fresh prints on his face.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh
5: my God! <laughs> You're so dumb.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> What's up, Mo Show? It's ODG. I was watching the Oscars on <laughs> mute. I had my earbuds in, listening to music. I don't want to hear their speeches. Then Will Smith slaps slaps Chris Rock. I thought it was a skit, but I Googled it. It turns out it was real. Uh, I got to say, Chris Rock can take a hit, and he's professional. He still presented the award after that sucker punch. I mean, that was a sucker punch, man. Fight a man to man. Don't just walk up when he's not expecting it. Okie dokie. Is
3: that a sucker punch? Yes. He was, he
1: was facing him. No, a sucker punch. He was Chris Rock wasn't expecting to be punched. Like if you got in a it fight and you both like, put up your dukes.
2: It looks like Chris Rock even leans into him. Like, what are you tell me? He thought maybe he was gonna hug it. And then it. BAM right. slap. You know,
1: have you did you ever get in any fights on the school playground or anything? Uh not on uh, the
2: school playground.
1: What? Well, but anywhere. No. Okay. <laughs> Look, if you if you're got your hands up or you're you're in a fighting stance, it's not a sucker punch. If a guy just walks up and waylays you, that is the definition of a sucker punch.
6: Okay, so first of all, good morning guys. Uh, So I was actually going to call in to talk about something a little funnier, but I actually just wanted to talk real quick about what happened with Will Smith last night. So, you know, somebody me, myself, who has struggled for many years in, you know with their mental health i can tell you right now that what we saw last night was somebody who was on there who is on very thin ice in regards to their mental health mm. um i think there's a lot more going on than just you know his wife's condition and a bad joke so uh he is not well will smith is not doing well you could see it in his eyes uh because when it happened, I was watching it live,
5: and
6: uh, I mean, like a lot of people, we didn't really know what was going on, and you could just see it in his eyes. So hopefully he gets the help that he needs, because uh, he, I don't know what's going on exactly in his personal life. We know his, a lot of his marriage problems were, you know, very public. Mm-hmm. But like I said, there's a lot more going on, and I hope, you know, he gets, gets the help that he needs, because, uh, yeah, like I said, he is not well. And it's sad. Um, it's sad that you know mental uh, men's mental health is not taken as seriously because you know people are going to joke about it, obviously. And um, yeah, it's just. I think, unfortunately, there we might see more outbursts like this in the near future. Because uh, I mean, technically, I mean not technically, but. If Chris Rock wanted to, which I don't think he is, he could, you know, he could press charges on Will Smith. But, you know, we'll see what happens, I guess.
1: That's a, that's a good point, you know. I don't think somebody gets up and just hauls off and slugs somebody like that unless unless there's much more going on or it's coming from a place of real <clears throat> insecurity. So I don't think you'll have a repeat incident. I would imagine Will Smith is oh. going to gonna deal with this issue, but oh, no. I, 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 I'm not sure that he gets off totally scot-free. I think there's going to be repercussions, and I think it's one of those things that no matter what he accomplishes in his career and his life, that's going to be part of his obituary someday. No. Will Smith, famed actor who once slapped
3: Maybe Chris it'll be Ryan. a footnote. In it the might
1: obituary. be a footnote, but I don't
2: maybe think it's a slap thing. They just somebody else, hip, and sure. it'll make bigger news.
1: Maybe everybody should just start or slapping everybody. Maybe if he'll you, go if, on to make more movies and make another, get another Oscar, and still if, do those. If things. you knew that in all the Academy Awards in years ahead, that there was like a fifty percent chance one A-lister was going to slap another A-lister, it'd be Kanye West. But their ratings would go through the roof if yeah, they wanted if you people to predict in, it. If they could do something to encourage uh, slapping at the Academy Awards, I know that they would have... They're on to something as far as figuring out their sagging ratings, is what I'm
3: saying. I actually think this is going to win Will Smith more goodwill and sympathy from people who are already criticizing his marriage, and for people who are already... I'm tr- saying that he was uh, a,
1: a no, cuckold. This is a damage. This no. is damaging.
2: I think this will make no, him. No, I don't think it's that damaging. I don't think it's that I've damaging. I've already seen a lot of people like rally the, behind yeah, him and stuff.
1: The the amount of support
3: for Will Smith right now is vastly greater than the amount of people calling for repercussions against him.
1: Really? Yeah. I'd like to, I'm not saying that you're wrong. It's just I'm not sure that's quantified. I saw people on both sides, and I checked a bunch of different message boards and stuff, and there were some people that were really saying Will Smith did what any man should have done. I hope that's not the case because you're never going to have a comedy show where a comedian feels safe being on stage, if that's the thing. It's like, oh, somebody somebody insulted you in a way that you felt was too far. I'm going to assault them. But I really think they could work it into the Academy Awards. Like maybe spin a wheel and whoever it is, that A-list celebrity gets slugged by somebody maybe like a random fan gets to go to it.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast.
1: A reminder that Two for Tuesday kicks off as soon as the morning show concludes. So when we sign off at 10 o'clock, Veronica takes over and we'll be Serving up some tasty double shots for you throughout the day. Veronica and Daniel both all the way till 7 o'clock when Loudwire Nights comes on. 7 to midnight, 955, KLAQ. I believe. Yeah, fingers crossed, I think we got a true crime report on the way this morning. So I'll add that to the calendar to the uh planner. We'll do a true crime report, which will include a Florida man game nice. this morning. And we've got the Mosho Calendar Daily Almanac of events on the way. How about some calls, non-Oscar-related calls, yes, off finally. the neckline. You getting a little burned on the Will Smith, Chris I think a lot rock. of people probably are. And we, and we still have, have the big, big Fresh, Fresh Prince, Prince parody, parody contest coming kind of kind of <laughs> up. I, I hope you have, have that ready to, ready to go. Hey,
5: Buzz, I was just curious. Um, I listen to the show all the time, and I hear you talking about Marvel comics like Spider-Man and, and uh, Iron Man and stuff like that, but I was just curious what you thought about X-Men and what your favorite movie was. Thanks.
1: Ah, very straightforward question. Yeah, I was, was a big X-Men fan when I was really you know, into comics. I would spend a lot of my paper route money and my hay-hauling money, <laughs> any money I made <laughs> on comic books, and X-Men were definitely... Some of my favorites, I think the you know, the portrayal of Wolverine, I enjoyed all of those movies, even the bad ones.
3: So a race of people with a uh, genetic disposition for superpowers isn't too out of... Out of
1: too fantastical it's not too for fantastical
3: for your taste, right?
1: No, I'm willing to
3: accept it. <laughs> <laughs> but a wizard, that is craziness.
1: Yeah, when you get into the the time travel, and it's just gotten a little too fantastic. Time tra- for me. okay. But, sure, you know, somebody could have a gene. that Even though a-
3: those were all, like, plot lines in the comic books themselves. Yeah.
1: Look, any Marvel movie that comes out, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to go to the theater and sp- spend the full ticket price. It's not like I'm not going to watch it. Oh, so you're going to go see Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I'm going to see... What's the one that comes out on Friday with the vampire? Morbius. Yeah, I don't really consider
3: that part of him. It is. The main, he was a big, in the 70s, he well, was a big I know it's villain big or, but who it's became It's not a being hero. made by Marvel. I, it, I don't consider it part of the Marvel uh, cinematic universe necessarily. Mm-hmm. It, and it's set in a different universe. You know, it's it's not like the Tom Holland Spider-Man that he's set in. Oh, whatever. I don't care.
1: <laughs> it's Morbius. <laughs> the living vampire. Yeah, big Morbius fan? Um, sure. Yeah, no, it looks cool. Like I say, if a movie comes out based on a comic book, especially if it was a comic book character that I read or was familiar with when I was really into it, I will There's somewhere like That's going to gonna see be it. a
3: piece of crap.
1: <laughs> Yo, but- oh, and uh, back to the question, my favorite of all the Marvel movies... Either I Civil th- War or Captain America: First Avenger. Both of those super solid. I think he was asking what your favorite X Men movie was. Uh, th- th- the Wolverine one they did where Logan is an old man and he's like old man Logan. So Logan. He's being, is, Logan. is that was a was it called Logan? It's
2: called, it's called Logan. Logan
3: yeah. it's it was based on a comic Lo- book called Old Man Logan. Mm-hmm. By Mark Miller, where he was
1: driving a limo in Juarez, I guess. Well, uh, the comic books, he didn't. Either. Did you see the movie? No. Oh, the opening scene was in El Paso. Oh, cool. A
2: and it turns out... futuristic El Paso.
1: Yeah, f- like a few years in the future. And <laughs> Professor X and Caliban were hiding out somewhere mm-hmm. in Juarez.
3: Well, in Old Man uh, Lurgan... Very and, good. Yeah, Professor X has to help out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: what a nerd. Yo, but since you're always hating on Batman, I'm going to hate on Spider Man. Check this out. Thank you. Why is it that, and I heard this off of the Always Sunny podcast, why is it that uh, Spider Man, you know, he gets the things from a spider, but why do they stop there? Why doesn't he, like, keep on becoming a spider until he's just, like, throwing up on everything? (laughs) What's up with that, man? How's he going to be a spider if he's only got two legs? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, dude. Plot flaw. (laughs) To hear this message... Plot flaw.
3: Plot flaw. Plot
1: flaw. Doesn't Tony, one of the suits that he gets, like, in No Way Home has... At some point, he's got, like, extra limbs in some of the movies because of the high-tech Spider-Man suit that Tony Stark made for him. Was he specifically talking about the movies? I
3: don't think he was. I don't. I don't know. I'm just saying. At one point, he gets the Iron Man, the Iron
1: Spider armor, which does have the retractable uh, spider and legs there, to it. There were different comic versions where he something had. I, I you know, look, all of it's very hard to explain. Just at some point, he became much more like a spider. Spider Man well, kind of morphed into a spider in one of the comic book
3: stories. That was Stoner guy first of all, so pre- thanks Stoner guy. For,
1: what, was it Stony?
3: Yeah, that was Stony. Okay. Second of all, the episode of "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" uh, the, that he's talking about is a Halloween party where Danny DeVito is supposed to dress like Spider Man, and they're all trying to remember it. And then he says, "No, I wasn't dressed like Spider Man. I was Man Spider," and he actually <laughs> <laughs> and he was dressed like a spider.
5: What's up, Mo Show? It's O D G. I was watching the trailer for Moon Knight. Uh Moon Knight seems pretty magical. He has chaos magic and gets psychic messages from an Egyptian god named Khonshu. (laughs) It looks like you do like magic, Buzz. (laughs) If you like Moon Knight, you like magic. And he's fighting the werewolf. Werewolves are magic as sheesh. It looks pretty magical. And then there's phases
1: of the moon he okay. goes by. Oh, okay. It's magical. <laughs> it's magic. It's magic. Uh, yeah, this Moon Knight series that's coming out on tomorrow. Disney Plus, I guess. Does it come out tomorrow? Mm-hmm. I do heavily it's just- playing <laughs> on the mystical aspects. But Moon Knight, when I read Moon Knight Comics, he was basically like a ripoff of Batman. He was a rich guy that would dress up in different disguises, and then he. Fight crime by night, but yeah, you're you're correct. If a if a comic book character has been around for fifty or sixty years in the comic books, they've gone through all kinds. Of, you know, yeah. they've done almost everything.
3: Yeah, that's the point of comics. It's right. like a you know a place for anything to happen. Sure. So have a little imagination
1: sometimes. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> I mean, what more can I tell you other than if they if Marvel puts out a TV series or a movie, I'm Probably gonna watch it. No, you complain a lot. Where it's like, ugh, I reserve the, right uh, <laughs> the right to complain. Wizards,
2: you reserve the right to complain.
1: Thor, wizards, and mythological beings, and yeah, yeah. I like the I like the more grounded ones. Which really, Batman, the Batman that's in theaters now was pretty grounded. You know. So you like the Batman then? <sighs> it was an imperfect movie.
0: I'll say that. You can't even give DC one compliment. Hey,
1: let's just do this real quick. Let's do a Mosho calendar and take a look at what's going on. Today is March the 29th. Today is National Mom and Pop Business Owners Day. Woo! Would you consider, all right, say somebody was a franchisee. So it's a big company, but they run it on a family level. Do you consider that a mom and pop, or does it have to be like the corner store that obviously doesn't have any affiliation with a big national chain or whatever. I feel
3: like a mom and pop business, the
1: mom and pop are
3: very involved in the business.
1: Like it's pop behind the counter. Yeah. And mom's... Like you'll
2: see mom and pop there.
1: Yeah. Okay. Alright. Well, I bet you there are a lot of franchisees who are like, yeah, we're a mom and pop organization. Yeah, we... but you don't work behind the counter yeah. or at the fry later National Vietnam War Veterans Day is today and looking at uh, History, I think this is connected to the fact that 49 years ago, U.S. withdrew the last of their troops from Vietnam, which, believe it or not, I can, some of my very earliest memories are news coverage of the Vietnam, like winding up the Vietnam War. Winding up? Winding down. Winding oh,
7: down. at the end
1: of it. Okay. Yeah. Know, evacuating. Helicopters flying off the roof of the embassy. I can remember that happening but that was 49 freaking years ago. Uh birthdays today include comedian Chris Delia who is canceled, halfway canceled. What's the deal with Chris Delia? Nico. Uh his- there were some sexual misconduct allegations and I don't know if he's fully canceled or several um he he has a very popular podcast that's come back and you know you
3: see, uh, you see him uh yeah, doing doing shows. Uh, pretty so he's recently, still
1: working. So, yeah. Former CBS News 60 Minutes correspondent Laura Logan is 51. Uh, after leaving CBS, she took a definite, hard right turn. Oh God! Into Yesterday, conspiracy theories, and she says a lot of things that. It, look, I know Laura Logan lived through a very traumatic experience a few years ago when she was working for 60 Minutes, but some of her views are just disconnected from reality. Yesterday, you should have
3: heard her yesterday. She was going on this crazy rant about the Rothschilds, and it just sounded like this anti-Semitic whistle. So
1: she was covering the protest in Egypt in 2011, and she was viciously attacked, and I think it broke her because, right, she has gone very, very cuckoo. Actress Lucy Lawless, Xena Warrior Princess, is fifty-four oh, such today. A big crush on her. If you got a big crush on her, you need to check out Spartacus on Stars. She was naked in almost every episode. I'll say what? Yeah, Lucy Lawless. A lot of nudity on Spartacus. The Blues Traveler guy is having a birthday. John Popper is fifty-five. And uh, comedian and actress Amy Sedaris is 61. Rocker Perry Farrell of Jane's Addiction and the guy who got Lollapalooza started in the first place Mm -hmm. turned 63. Actor Christopher Lambert, Lambert or Lambert is 65. He was the Highlander. And you're a fan of Star Trek TNG, right? Uh, yes, I am. Star Trek TNG? The Next Generation. Marina Sirtis, who uh, played Counsel Counselor Troy! Troy.
3: Deanna Troy.
1: She's 67 She's today. Dad. Who's half beta Z. Brendan Gleeson is 67.
0: Was
3: he also in Gangs of New York?
1: Yeah, he was the guy who carried the big the, club. The big club, right? Yeah, yeah. His Shalele. That was Brendan Gleeson. He was also Mad-Eye Moody in the Harry Potter movies.
2: Ah, that's how I know. <laughs> Thank you for that.
1: And from Monty Python, one of the members of that very creative team and one of the main guys on Monty Python, I feel like Eric Idle is 79. Happy birthday to Eric Idle. He did Idol.
3: most of the music, I think, or the...
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everybody kind of did everything.
3: Yeah, but he was really good at the music part and the the parody songs.
1: Uh, I've got one thing to mention. Yesterday in all the hubbub about the Oscars and the slap and everything else that we were talking about, it got lost in the mix. Yesterday was Something on a Stick Day. Oh, man. How could you have forgotten Something on a Stick Day? What's your favorite Something on a Stick? Hot dog, of course. So a corn dog? Yeah. Hot dog on a stick? Yeah. Okay, so you mean specifically the place at the mall? Yeah. <laughs> How about a shish kebab? How about a kebab? Yeah, a kebab. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a second favorite stick. What I else don't... do they put on a stick? Um, Corn. Mm-hmm. Corn cob on a stick. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Joanna, anything there? Are we overlooking any um, very popular? Y'all never food?
2: had fried cheese on a stick? No. that's good.
1: Fried cheese on a stick? Yeah. Would a popsicle
3: count? Sure. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> something on
2: a stick. <laughs> It's the
0: Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast.
1: You can leave a message for the morning show, and you could do that any time, day or night, by calling the neckline. That number is still 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325. It is not the number? It is. It is? Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Are you sure?
1: I'm repeating what I was told by Daver yesterday, that we haven't changed over, and everything on the neckline is still the same until I hear... Until further notice from Daver
2: Oh my god Okay
1: If you want to call sure. us in sure. the studio Whatever. Call Joanna can you give us that number again Yeah
2: that new line number is 915-910-4995
1: I just found it Remember you said that Daver posted it in here I just literally I just, on I just the top it. of your board my New KLAQ oh my god, studio it was line.
2: there the whole time
1: Yeah Nine one five nine one zero four nine nine five. That's really good that they got like our uh, frequency except mixed up. Instead of 4955 it's 4995. Uh give us a call anytime you want to talk to the morning show, use that local number nine one five nine one zero right, you got your uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air parody songs ready? We yeah. got three of them in the running this morning. Uh, first of all, we got a call on the neckline of somebody explaining what really happened.
5: Hey, what's up, Buzz? It's Iggy. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, it's not. A, it wasn't about the joke because Will Smith, LOL. So that's not what happened. What happened was Chris Rock got bitch slapped because of resting bitch face. That's what that was. <laughs> anyway, I got to go, man. My boss is coming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Meaning that Will Smith was fine until he looked over at his wife's face and there was some RBF. Like, we're not fine. <laughs> oh, I better get up and do something about this.
3: Uh, and his boss almost had RBF. <laughs> All right, here's
1: here's Joanna's entry into the Fresh Prince parody song. All right, contest. let's hear it, Joanna.
2: All right. All
1: right, yeah, very nice. positive message. I, think I
2: send a good message.
1: Yeah, nice social justice. Thank you. All right. Now, Nico is going to do a special <laughs> live performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you ready, Nico? I am... Hold on. Ready. Give it everything you got, all okay? Right.
3: Now, this is the story all about how Chris Rock's face turned flipped upside down, and I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I got violent over Jado's hair. Nice. Nice. Good. <laughs> oh. When does the next part start? Oh, okay, <laughs> did I miss it? I actually no. have the there karaoke no. up no. on the screen. In, oh yeah. <laughs> In West Hollywood, getting cucked on the sidelines was where I spent most of my days, feeling down, getting fat and all fool. Jay to playing with bitches inside the cesspool. When one specific guy was joking, no good, started making trouble. Now I'm feeling hood. I got in one little fight, and the media got scared. They're saying you're getting canceled. I hope you land on your dairy <laughs> air. I begged and pleaded with them day after day, but they said after this, no more invites, no way. I gave Chris a slap, no sounds but a cricket, sat so down in my seat, I said, I might as well kick
1: it.
2: Nice. That's all
1: I actually Yeah, wish. all right. That's Nico's That's entry good. into the Thank Fresh you. Prince. Thank you. Uh, let's take a neckline call and then uh, we got one more.
5: What's up, Mosho? It's ODG. Hey, Nico, I look forward to seeing you in G.I. Jane 3. What? Ooh, snap me, Nico. Come at me, bro. Come at me, G.I. Chico. <laughs> I'm kidding. And I'm sure Nico can take a joke better than Will Smith can take a joke. Okie dokie.
0: Wait, is he saying I have alopecia?
1: You wish you had alopecia. Yeah. Because then it would be a condition. You're just bald.
2: Then we probably wouldn't be able to make fun of you. You're
1: just losing your hair. You still shouldn't. You should say you should say. If anybody makes a comment about your hair, just say i you're like I have I alopecia. S- you know who, the only alopecia. person to make a comment? You. <laughs> no. Okie dokie guy. Yeah. Iggy brings it up all the time. Yeah, but he's bald. I mean he shaves his head, but <laughs> See, that's the thing. You won't shave your head. I won't. But see, it's
3: starting to cover up. It's starting to co- The sides are starting to cover. And I'm going to do the Donald Trump swirl. You know what
2: I you need to watch?
4: I love when doing that with his hair. Y-
1: you need to watch <laughs> Winning Time on HBO. Because Jerry Buss, played by uh, John, John C. C. Riley, goes into this whole thing about his hair treatment. He basically shows you how to do the Trump Okay. On cool. the show, and he's you know you got to let it grow out really long. on top. Just That's the sides;
3: thing. it would be the sides growing long because the top doesn't grow any. It's like the, this is the infected part of the
1: field. Is the very top? Yeah. Like that. If you didn't cut it, it wouldn't grow any. It. You should just no. It won't grow. Any. I don't know. Maybe I need mulch or fertilizer right, or something. So episode three of season one of Winning Time, uh, which is all about the LA Lakers. Watch that episode, and you could see John C. Riley really give a demonstration of how to make what looks like a full head of hair. Okay. Thank you for the moral boost. I got one more entry in the Fresh Prince parody song contest. Here goes. That's uh there are our entries. I think they're all winners. Woo! No losers.
2: They were all great.
1: Yeah. You sound so good, Buzz, almost 30 years younger. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs>
2: all
1: right. You know what? I'm actually going to give the award to Nico because he actually did his own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you really worked on that. Nico actually did his. <laughs> he's the only one who put any effort into it.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast.
1: It is time for our news headlines, and we're going to begin with the ongoing uh, story in Ukraine. President Joe Biden is defending his remarks about Vladimir Putin remaining in power. So this was a. Uh, Really interesting bit of, I guess, statesmanship. Joe Biden said while visiting uh, Europe that that Putin absolutely shouldn't stay in power. But then the White House had to clarify and say, well, the president wasn't saying that our policy is regime change. And, I mean, I guess the simplified version of that is if they're saying they're going to get rid of Putin, all of a sudden it makes it harder to negotiate for peace, maybe? Well, absolutely. I mean, it makes the it makes the United
3: States look like we have a dog in this fight. And well, that our, we,
1: we should, I think we
3: clearly do. Well, the whole world does. I mean, NATO yeah. does, too. But if we're if we're specifically calling for the change in president of of Russia, well, that's all he needs to tell the, the rest of his country. Look,
1: they're, they're against, trying to right. they're against us. This is what I've been saying for uh, 30 years. The West is against us. When questioned by reporters about his weekend remarks in which he said Putin shouldn't be allowed to stay in power, Biden said that he is not walking back anything. While the White House has been in spin mode and damage control, Biden maintains that he wasn't talking about regime change. He was remarking about the outrage that he felt. The war has cost Ukraine about $565 billion so far with the number of refugees up to nearly $4 million. Biden says that he is uh, not concerned that his remark over the weekend is going to make the situation worse. Meanwhile, as Ukraine is seeing more wins on the battlefield, now retaking the city of Irpin, for example, President Vladimir Zelensky is calling on world leaders to, quote, find enough courage, end quote, to help the country defend itself. Zelensky says if they're too afraid to act, then that makes them an accomplice. He's pleading for more weapons such as planes and tanks. Here is uh, Ukrainian refugee Irina Timonchenko talks about her experience fleeing the Russian invasion. And uh, this refugee also says that uh, her hope, like many other uh, or all Ukrainians, is that the conflict would end. Former President Donald Trump, more likely than not, attempted to obstruct Congress. That is according to federal Judge David Carter, who noted, and these are the words of uh, Judge David Carter, the illegality of the plan was obvious. Judge Carter has ordered 101 emails from Trump ally John Eastman to be presented to the House January 6th Select Committee. Based on that evidence, Carter wrote in his ruling that the former president, quote, corruptly attempted to illegally obstruct the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021. Here is uh, NBC News legal analyst Pete Williams uh, talking about the judge's decision uh, to decide if it, the material was actually privileged or not. All right, so we're kind of getting into some of the legal stuff. We, you know, One side doesn't want uh, these emails to be revealed or text in the case of uh, Judge Clarence Thomas's I, I, wife.
3: D- that Did that come out during the Nixon uh, saga because... Uh, did they also try and and claim executive privilege for? Oh yeah, they
1: they pulled out all the stops. They tried everything. They they fired you know people in the Justice Department right. who wouldn't go along with the White House plan. I mean, the difference is that before his term ended, Richard Nixon uh, resigned, resigned resigned the office uh, again from NBC legal analyst Pete Williams, who says the judge david carter made the decision on possible obstruction and uh one more pete williams uh, quote here says that this will not be the end of this case florida's republican governor is signing the controversial parental rights and education bill into law some people know the parental rights and education bill as the don't say gay bill ah Yes. Governor Ron DeSantis continues to defend that bill. I'm not sure how much
3: parents should be involved in curriculum planning. Uh, that might be a controversial thing to say, but you have
1: kids, and you you probably how much parents should be involved. Like, if I wanted to say go in and say, "Hey, I know this is biology, right? I just want to make sure my kid's not going to hear the theory of evolution, right?" Then in you like then then level go biology.
3: homeschool. That's that's the point. Is if, if you want to be able to control the curriculum... Also,
1: what if you got one parent out of 30 kids in a classroom who doesn't want their kid to hear about evolution and you got 29 parents that do? Exactly. is We're we're, we're
3: supposed to teach kids based off of... of. I,
1: I think if I were to climb inside Ron DeSantis' head, I would have lots of space, but I think <laughs> what he would say is, hey, we're just trying to prevent little kids like through age uh, right. through grade 2 from being exposed to to stuff that they don't want well that the parents may not want homosexuality normalized
3: uh, it goes to, it goes to that it goes to critical race theory how they want to talk about that and and they want to control you know what books are getting uh shown in their libraries i think parents should have their voices heard and concerns well, heard but i don't think they should get
1: a control over the curriculum you don't get veto power just because you got a kid. Exactly. In yeah. Okay. Opponents say the measure, which bans instruction on gay uh, gender identity and sexual orientation in kindergarten through third grade, is anti LGBTQ, which is why they've dubbed it the Don't Say Gay Bill. Supporters assert it doesn't say teachers can't use the word gay. They add that they want to stop this instruction to kids before they're mature enough to understand it. So I guess one of their points is, A, it's only for kids through second grade. Once they're in third grade, maybe they can start hearing more about these issues. Well, but it's not just about the issues. It's, it's
3: we live in a world where you could have two dads or two moms now. And the just being able to explain that to the kids shouldn't be considered unlawful. How would you explain
1: to your daughter, oh, okay, well, you know, uh, that if I were gay? Yeah. You know, <laughs> you remember Uncle Nico, right?
4: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs>
1: DeSantis himself noted during a press conference that teaching kindergarten age kids that quote, they can be whatever they want to be was quote inappropriate for children. I, I don't know
2: how if that's how dare you implant that idea, on That a kid children. can be
3: anything they want to be. And I don't know. That's what the the bill is. That what people are doing. I mean, if a teacher is just trying to explain how two
1: mommies
2: I, and two daddies kids are going to be curious, and they're like, the "Why heard, do you have two mommies? Why do you, or have, or two do you have two daddies?" I've,
1: I've heard, you know, the people who are in favor of this Florida bill. I've heard them say, "No, it doesn't prevent a conversation like that from developing organically." What we don't want is it part of the curriculum where first graders and second graders are being taught about
3: when has that ever been an example i want to see an example of of a curriculum for first graders where they're like okay this
1: is the gay test (laughs) 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 meanwhile disney is promising to be part of the effort to strike down the new florida law okay the disney company says the bill should never have been signed into law and that it's committed to supporting those working to get the law repealed by the legislature or struck down by the courts.
3: Uh, It also goes back to him saying uh, DeSantis saying teaching kids you can be whatever you want to be is inappropriate that goes back to the big mentality that being gay is a choice that oh we're not going to teach kids to make inappropriate choices in life like being gay well it's not a choice it's something that you grow up into and, and, and feel born
1: into you know yeah, I'd say the other side of the coin is that what a lot of parents are worried about is a thing that's unfounded that, oh, kids are going to hear you can you can be gay and they're going to make the decision to be gay. I don't think you make the decision to be gay. I don't think you make the decision to be straight either. Right, exactly. Like there was never a moment in my life, I doubt there was in anybody. Where it's like, huh, I'm at a real crossroads yeah. here. Am I going to like There's a real fork in that corner. It was just, you know, it's a thing that happened. So I always assumed it was the same way for gay yeah. people. It wasn't like a conscious decision you make. Uh, so anyway, I got a few other stories here. Police had to remove a peanut butter jar from a skunk's head. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: Oh, my God. (laughs) This happened
1: in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. A woman saw a skunk in her yard that had its head stuck in some kind of container, later identified as a peanut butter jar. (laughs) She called animal control.
2: What is it, a raccoon? I hope it wasn't allergic.
1: It was a skunk. It was a skunk. skunk. Big carriers of rabies. That's the word on the street, guys. Yeah, is that the word? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to malign all skunks, but I've heard... (laughs) Big rabies problem in the skunk community. Oh, dear. So she called animal control. Two officers showed up. One threw a cover over the skunk and the other removed the jar to set it free. Just know when you get dressed for the day, if you're a police officer, you don't know what's going to happen. You might, you know, have some kind of bank robbery situation or there might be a Skunk with a peanut butter jar on its lid.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Coming up later this hour,
1: Joanna has entertainment headlines. We need to carve out plenty of time. Yeah. (laughs) uh, More than 10 minutes. Because uh, Kim Kardashian has followed up on her comments that women just need to work harder to succeed in business.
3: Now, does she help clarify her comments or does she
1: dig a bigger hole? (sighs) We will have to, you know what, give it 20 minutes and we'll find out. All right. Um, The Will Smith slap on Chris Rock was not the only controversy at the Oscars. There were other controversies that really took a big, big backseat. Speaking of controversies at the Oscars, if anybody wants to check out, I wrote an article yesterday just talking about like what have historically been thought of as the biggest, most shocking moments at the Academy Awards and how none of them even come close, right? None of them measure up to you know, what happened on Sunday.
3: Well, I mean, there was a streak. Did you know this, Joanna, that there was a streaker at one of the Academy Awards? Yeah.
1: I had no idea. Yeah, so I got uh, video for all for all of them. But if you think about the things that really were memorable. I can't believe that happened. In 74, uh, a streaker ran across the stage. Streaking was a really big fad in the in that part of the 70s. <laughs> a big fad. In fact, there was even a, I think it was a number one hit song by Ray Stevens called The Streaker, or The Streak. Uh, Marlon Brando, when he won for The Godfather, didn't show up. Instead, he sent a Native American actress, like in full Native American buckskin, to decline his statue. So That's weird. <laughs> this woman goes up and oh, and you can hear it like her it's not well received. Uh people start booing her in the audience. And uh so that's Liv Ullman and Roger Moore who are doing the presentation. Uh, real real name Maria Cruz. She was not something little feather. Well, that name was a real shit. Her father was was Apache Indian. Oh, okay. Uh, but they the way, the garb that they have her decked out in is almost, you know, it's like you could buy it a from a costume store, like a costume yeah. Indian maiden costume. Yeah, basically is what she's wearing. <laughs> and they're playing the Godfather music anyway. <laughs> it's like, well, he didn't show up. They should have started playing some boom boom boom, 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 like Indian music. But instead, they play the Godfather theme. And Roger Moore's like, "Do I give this to you?" And she said, "No." Yeah, right. She's.
3: She said, "No, don't give it to me."
1: I found out like some more details about this. It was a 15-page letter that Marlon Brando had written, and she was told by the producer, "We'll let you go on stage, but you cannot read 15, 15 pages. pages." Yeah. In fact, when it reaches the one minute mark, we're going to play you off and you need to get out. So she had this big stack of papers that Marlon Brando Crazy. wanted her to read.
2: <gasps> oh, my God.
1: So Boo. you get people booing, but then some applause. They, Eyewitnesses at the 74... Oscar said that John Wayne was backstage and that he had to physically be restrained or else he was going to go out on stage and... And scalper. And make her get off the stage.
2: Damn! Yeah.
1: As, uh, t- t- are you
3: familiar with the, the thing she's talking about? Were Native Americans really mistreated by the film
1: industry? Uh, in that the hero always killed the Indian in westerns? Yeah. yeah I guess so. <laughs> you, you know, Any western that you see from the 40s and 50s and 60s that... Usually there was a antagonist who was an Indian or a tribe or whatever. Yeah. yeah, sure. She had a point. I mean, really, if anybody was upset that year, it was Italian-Americans who said the Godfather slandered them as a, <laughs> as a population. Uh, so there's that one. But even as controversial as that was, and John Wayne was supposed to be red in the face, he was so mad... Nobody got punched. That seems cordial, right? That seems like a U.N. meeting.
7: You know, everybody's
1: taking their turn. All the controversies before this don't come close to what we saw on Sunday night with Will Smith slugging uh, Chris Rock. So what's the latest, Joanna, on all this? Chris Rock has received an apology. I don't know if it's directly, but... Uh, Will Smith put out an apology where he names him. He says, I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I am embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. He apologized to the Williams family, uh, the cast and crew of King Richard. I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all. I was talking about the making of King Richard. A source says Will and Chris never met up behind the scenes during the show. Not before the slap, not after the Well, they did meet up, just not behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So Will's statement is, as far as we know, the only conversation or communication that's gone on between them. Sources also claim that Chris did not know about Jada's alopecia when he joked about her hair. Have we heard any... Corner of
3: uh, the internet or people saying, uh, "Yeah, good, good job, Will Smith." Tiffany Haddish. He,
2: uh, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah,
3: Chris Rock should not. Have, he should have kept his mouth
1: shut. What did Tiffany say? Tiffany Haddish.
2: She had a really strange interview for that one, though.
1: She said it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. What? Uh, so, what a strange reaction. Uh, and she said a black man standing up for his wife's honor. By fighting another black man, Tiffany Haddish, by the way, is a stand-up comic who sometimes makes fun of people. You know, I think most comedians are one hundred percent. Most comedians are one hundred percent, not one hundred percent of comedians, oh, oh. but most comedians are behind Chris Rock. this. yeah. I would but say not so. t- Tiffany Haddish. And you would, th- if you are thinking, most people would agree that Will Smith was in the wrong. Only three in five Americans think Will, what Will Smith did was wrong. This is according to YouGov. A mere 61%, meaning 21%, support Will's Woo! actions. Go Will! And then there's a not sure percentage. Punch all the comedians! Older Americans were more likely to say Will was wrong. 39% of Americans think Will should have been ejected from the Oscars compared to 34% who don't. 70% say he should be allowed to keep his Oscar, while only 16% think he should have his Oscar taken away. Are you in that 16% buzz? That no, because be they didn't away? take away Kevin Spacey's Oscar. They didn't take away Harvey Weinstein's Oscar.
3: Yeah, but they weren't doing those things at the ceremony. Harvey like, Weinstein wasn't assaulting women a woman, right there at the ceremony. Well, not the.
1: Not, not that we not know. Not that of. we know of. Yeah. If they had said, like, if they would made the decision, hey, we kicked Will Smith out of the theater, which the Academy says they thought about doing. The Board of Governors said they thought about ejecting him from the uh, Dolby Theater. If they had done that, and how said, nobody
2: was already on him after that slap, right? Is
1: I think everybody's security included. The producer may be included. Uh, There was a moment where everybody thought, okay, is this a joke or did... I had to watch it three times. He kind of pulled it off smoothly. After the second time, I realized that it was not Not a joke. joke. And mainly that was because of Will Smith's faiths, how mad he was. He was on the verge of tears. Oh, yeah. Chris Rock should have been the one on the verge of tears. You know what it... I don't know if you do or not. Do you know what it's like when you get... Slapped across the face. You yeah, sure. You keep saying that, and you keep asking. I'm,
2: I'm starting to wonder about you now.
1: Do you want to hit me? <laughs> no, 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 no.
2: Have you been slapped across like that? I,
1: I've been sucker punched lots of times. Our <gasps> the high school I went to Buzz was pretty much without me. rules. It was like being in a prison, except for underage kids, and people would randomly come up and and just full punch on full body punch to the side of the head out of nowhere but a slap is something else man when somebody slaps you across the face Joanna when Buzz tells me about his high school I honestly think
3: sometimes that he he went to like yeah like a, a juvenile detention facility like he was in
1: juvie Well it Were was the, in juvie? it was the only public high school in my town there was one high my town was big enough to have one high school Yeah and we had about 130 40 kids in each class so you know it gives you some kind of idea but if a kid wanted to come up and punch you Probably nothing was going to happen. That's where Buzz gets all of his like machismo from. You think I have
2: machismo?
3: Like, yeah, where you're like, oh, like it
2: was the stereotypical '80s experience oh, absolutely. where the bullies would put the nerds in the lockers.
3: Absolutely. And stuff. Buzz talks about like now how uh, like nerds it are cool, just, and he's like,
1: that's weird. It wasn't that's just curious. bullies on nerds. It could have been anybody. You might have run up against the. You know, a clique of kids, uh, there was a lot of racial tension in my high school. Could have been a big part of it. And that's not didn't account for all of it. There were all kinds of fights, you know. A day without a fight would have been a rare thing. God, that's crazy. But as far as just like randomly getting punched or slapped or hit or whatever, that was an everyday thing. Yeah. Like, I'm not That's even insane. counting that as a fight. I'm I'm talking about a fight where, like, word got around. I mean, just somebody walking down the hall and just hauling off and socking someone else in the eye. That's normal. Was normal. <laughs> uh, some people are pointing to a video that Jada did a few days before the Oscar and saying, hey, if she doesn't care, why did Will Smith care so much?
3: Well, I will tell you this. I joke about my hair all the time. But, and I don't really care what people think, but I would kind of feel bad in my heart if it was like the Academy Awards and Chris Rock was making fun of it.
1: You'd be honored,
3: I would oh, think. Oh, no, I would actually be really honored, yeah. Like but, if
1: Chris Rock did five minutes on your
3: If I was Jada Pinkett head. Smith, though, I could see being like, eh. Hey, guy.
7: Hey, how you doing, bud?
1: What's uh, going on, guy? Gee. This is our caller whose name is Guy. Different guy. I didn't turn into like an '80s douchebag. All this. I I didn't turn into one. What up, guy?
7: Different guy. What's going on, guy? All right. I just want to weigh into all this stuff uh, with the honor and stuff like that. If Will Smith wanted to be a true gentleman, you know, he should have went up to Chris Rock on the stage and said, "Hey, I don't know if you know, but my wife's uh, condition is this. Please apologize." not slap him that you know that's not honoring his wife like that that's
1: a sucker punch Odie, uh, Okie okidoki guy earlier said it's a sucker punch and it is because the yeah. other guy wasn't yeah. didn't know that it was a fight that the other guy wasn't aware that he right. was in
7: yeah exactly i mean you know we're all gentlemen that was a gentleman event um everybody had to be professional it was a well respected event um i mean it to honor, to fight someone or to to hit another man is when another man, such as your wife or your your partner, that's when you defend her honor. That's-
1: we got a lot of calls, Guy. And let me tell you, most of them who were saying, well, Will Smith was right. And then they would give an example of like a random drunk in a bar groping your girlfriend or, you know, somebody. Yeah. It's a very different situation. It's a really different situation.
7: Just like your caller this morning um, where his wife actually called and said, yeah, there was a guy that grabbed me and her husband, or at that time was her boyfriend, beat him. Yeah, I'll do the same thing, too. You don't touch another man's uh, woman, you know, and disrespect their relationship.
1: Well, the difference is it was a physical, you crossed a line physically, you know, you you grope somebody, touch somebody in a sexual way. I'm trying to figure out. Guy must have. Hurt. Did you replay that in the five o'clock hour? Yes. Is that why guy heard it this morning? Yes. Okay, got it. Right, because it was from yesterday's show. <laughs> it was Tobias and his wife, I believe. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Nico had an interesting that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. Nico said that. So this guy Tobias called and said, "Hey, we had this experience." Then his wife called to clarify, and somebody in the chat said, "Hey, now all we need is the guy who grabbed her butt to call <laughs> to call <him> too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
7: All right, thanks, guys. Well, but- yeah, you got it. Have a right. good morning. Appreciate
1: it, man. Uh yeah, I was surprised about the number of people who uh, were saying that Chris that Will Smith was in the right. He was defending
3: his woman.
1: Buzz, do you know any people that are like that? No. Yeah, I'm sure I do. I know a lot of people who say they are, but you know, to get up and actually do it. Would sh- you would you do that for your girlfriend? If somebody made a joke yeah. on the level of the one that Chris Rock made. Yeah.
3: No, would don't. you laugh at the joke?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Charlemagne the God says that he's spoken to uh, Chris Rock. Charlemagne the God does a a radio is he a radio show or a yep. podcast? No, he's a,
3: a bi- like one of the biggest radio shows in New York. I think mm-hmm.
1: he said that he talked to Chris. Chris claims that he did not know Jada had alopecia. It's now looking more and more like this was an off-the-cuff remark. It wasn't something that was written by the writers at the Oscars. And he says something one of our earlier callers said who who's said about mental health. Charlemagne said, quote, there's something way deeper going on inside of Will Smith that we don't know about. And he even suggested that it goes back to his childhood. You remember Will Smith had a book that came out?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's a bestseller. And here's what Charlemagne says. He's talked about how he's felt like a coward his whole life because he watched his mother go through domestic violence with his father and didn't do anything. I wonder if he felt like people are coming at his family and his wife for a while where he, and this is the way Charlemagne puts it, he ended up bleeding on someone who didn't cut him in the form of Chris Rock. Um. But isn't that a thing that they've done at the awards ceremony forever is you pick out some well-known people in the audience and you poke a little fun? You know, if Chris Absolutely. Rock had gone off on their open marriage, you know, maybe that's too far. Or maybe Will would have been cool what with that. What if it was
3: Ricky Gervais this year and he was going hard on the celebrities?
1: It could have been a better joke. I mean, the Jada Pinkett's uh, head, the her hair... It's not even that unusual a statement. It's not a statement. It's It's her medical condition, but I'm just saying it's not. It doesn't even look bad. Yeah. Right. It doesn't even look bad. She
3: looks fine. It looks like just a very short haired. You know, it looks like a style that she's deciding to try on
1: right now. Nobody would have picked in a lottery, uh, you know, or in a prop bet for the Oscars. That the zebra from Madagascar was gonna insult the hippo from Madagascar and get slapped by the fresh Prince of Bel Air over it. Reality is way weirder than anything anybody. It could is come way up with. weirder. You couldn't make up stuff like this, right? Uh, We're going to come back. We're going to have our entertainment news on the way. By the way, some people are pointing out, uh, you know, Chris Rock has been uh, pro-slapping people in some of his stand-up.
7: Oh, But Nico, as a
1: comedian, as a stand-up, you would say, you can't be held 100% of the things you say on stage. I say all
3: kinds of things on stage. I don't mean at all in my heart. I just think that they might be funny. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, before we take this break, uh, I would my guess is this is going to have some effect on Will Smith's career, and it's probably negative. I don't think it will end his career, but I, I think it's definitely people are going to look at Will Smith through a different prism. I take the exact
3: opposite opinion. As you I think, think this yeah. is going to be a great thing for Will Smith's career? I don't. I don't he's
2: going to be like
4: redeemed.
3: Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's a great thing for his career. I'm going to say it's it's not going to affect I'm, his career. He's still going to be the superstar and it will be a footnote. He's going to go on to make other movies and we'll we'll think about those and this will, will be a blip. Will
1: Smith and Chris Rock be back at the Oscars next year making fun of the like in a prepared uh, skit? Yeah. You think that's probably yeah. the way it's going to go down? Yeah, definitely. I don't think Chris Rock takes a hit on... I mean, he's already taken a hit on this one, but his career. I don't think his career suffers. Oh,
2: his shows are now selling out.
1: Like his stand-up shows?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I do think that there might be... Will Smith might suffer a career setback. I'm not no. saying it's going to derail his career. No. I'm not saying he's going to get canceled, but I think... He, what is a setback? A setback means you
3: don't get the roles that you want. Yeah. A setback means you get you're not getting called as much yeah. anymore. I think and all I of those think, things are I on the he's table. Going to I don't think one of
2: those will happen. Jump the gun and say, you know what, I'm taking a break.
1: He might do that yeah, you think to th-
2: focus on my my mental health. He
1: might like maybe you know, whatever I'm not saying that he's on drugs, but some form of rehab or I'm taking a mental health right whatever. So that would be, you know, that he did that instead of making movies would be a career setback. I'm not saying it's a career ender. I'm saying he's going to get just as
3: good, maybe better roles. Maybe this will actually help his career. Yeah.
4: All right.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. El Paso weather today is going to be windy. Winds are
1: uh, picking up already, and we're going to see peak winds 35, possibly up to 40 miles an hour this afternoon. So this is a very, very windy day in store for El Paso. Tomorrow is also going to be windy, but not as windy. So looking for top winds tomorrow afternoon in the 20, 25 mile an hour range. So we got a couple of blustery days here for Tuesday and Wednesday. Any rain? No, no, not really seeing any chance of rain in the forecast. Just the high winds. Then uh, Thursday, got to slack off a little bit, 73 for the high on Thursday. Sun's going to be out on Friday Winds are going to be about 10 to 15 on Friday, 80 for the high temperature. It's the weekend, though, that I really need to notify you. It's going to be really gorgeous. If uh, if the forecast holds out, winds are going to be light, mostly sunny, and mid-80s for high temperatures on Saturday and Sunday.
7: Buzz. This weather is a
1: golfer's forecast brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. You can set up all your tee times and reservations online at PaintedDunes.com. Did you yeah.
3: go golfing this past weekend? Yes, I put up a really good number too. Oh, what number?
1: Seventy-seven. You shot seventy-seven. No, I missed like a five and a half foot birdie putt on eighteen to shoot a seventy-eight. I forgot.
2: Is that good?
1: Is that good?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, for for like a weekend golfer. And then d- d- For a guy who plays once a week, I think that's real good. Most people, most golfers, most weekend golfers don't break 100 in their life. Oh. And very few break 90. It was a b- I remember when I broke 90 the first time.
3: I remember when I broke 80 the first time. You've been breaking 80 for a while. <laughs> also, you watch golf, too, which is weird.
1: Is it? I feel like if it was that unusual, they wouldn't have it on every week.
3: Just from all so the things you tell me, are watching. boring. The, like NCIS is so boring, but I guess golf
1: is really good. I was in Austin over the weekend. It was the <laughs> Dell Challenge, and they had a like a bracket, like uh, the basketball tournament bracket. So it was individual match play. Super exciting. <laughs> You're only going to give Joanna five minutes again. Oh crud!
2: Oh, oh, you did it again. <laughs> <laughs> There's like three minutes. Uh, guess oh, what? Hey, we got a message from Tobias's wife, Christy, yeah. in the app chat.
1: What does Christy have to she say?
2: Says this is Tobias's wife, Christy. The incident when some random guy grabbed my butt happened in Albuquerque when we were going to school up there.
3: Of course, those Albuquerqueans. <laughs>
0: I
1: guess this was bound to happen eventually if you had picture day at school on St. Patrick's Day. Everybody mm-hmm. was wearing green? Yeah, everybody was wearing green and the photo, the photographer used a green screen. Oh my Ugh. God.
2: That's, That's amazing. <laughs> Please tell me there are pictures online of this.
1: Yeah. <gasps> um... There are pictures. Here's one that the mom. <laughs> so her son, if oh you no. see here, the son w- must have been wearing a green shirt. So it's got s- like a some kind of garden setting in the background oh and God. anything I that like the kids are wearing fin. that's green. He's got a mohawk. So the mohawk got and he he made his mohawk green, green for oh St. Patrick's God. Day. <laughs> I think we have audio from one of the moms in fact, but uh, I guess they use the green screen and any kid who showed up wearing green,
3: green? Uh, won't come out, you know right? How, you know, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it replaces anything with the color green.
1: Yeah, you know how it works. I, I want to find this mom because she thought it was very, very funny.
3: Was it, prof- was it a professional photographer or was it just
2: some dude that they hired? Yeah, no, I
3: think. The lunch lady.
2: Well, if he's got like a Green, green screen, screen and everything.
1: You'd think he knows,
2: how yeah, to but use you would it. think yeah. he would know. Like, oh man, you kids are wearing green. Let me find something else.
1: Here you go. This is. Don't they uh,
2: usually come with like already the the a, a backdrop? Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's been a long time since I had school <laughs> pictures. Obviously. Um, so the photo company sent image proofs to parents in Indiana. A lot of the kids were partially invisible because <laughs> they used a green screen. On St. Patrick's Day, and here is one of the moms, Amanda Snow, talking about the hilarious results.
3: (laughs) 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 Well, that's a good mom taking it in stride, I'd say.
2: Yeah, considering they pay so much money for for it, right?
1: We're going to hear coming up. Well, we're going to have a true crime report in the next hour. We're also going to hear about another, a different Oscars controversy that has really taken a backseat. Oh, uh, man. After the, the slap. Uh, but Joanna's going to have entertainment news on the way here in just a few minutes. I guess they've never done a celebrity roast of Will Smith, but who would sign up for that? Nobody that wants to. Nobody get, anymore. That doesn't want to get slapped. Even would Jeff Ross have the nerve to roast the roast <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm sure he's like, you can roast me. But again, keep my wife's name, name
0: out-, out your effing mouth. That's right. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast.
1: We are going to have a true crime report on the way this hour. We're also going to give Joanna plenty of time for Hollywood news. Next. Coming up. And uh, we'll have that on the way here in just a few moments.
2: Watch to today be like five minutes of entertainment.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking at the board. It sounds like you got a lot, a lot for entertainment
0: today.
2: There's a lot to unpack, for sure.
1: And are we doing any Will Smith or did? Because I feel like we've kind of talked like about that throughout it. the morning. We
2: are right? doing an apology tour here, though. So, oh, a lot of celebs are saying I'm sorry.
1: All right. Well, I guess the debate is over. A huge study by scientists came back with results that say that any amount of alcohol is bad for you. And I say that uh, is the debate over because you'd always get the, like, red wine is good for you. Oh, yeah. You know, it has lots of tannins in it or whatever. Um, Has anybody ever said, like, whiskey has health benefits? (laughs) Other than it used to be prescribed as literal medicine back in the old days, I guess. Mm -hmm. Can alcohol actually be good for you in small amounts? Well, a lot of people have made the argument over the years. Just a little bit. Uh, And it seems like that answer flip-flops every few years. But this supposedly puts an end to it. It's an extensive new study at Harvard and MIT And they found that the answer is no, drinking any amount of alcohol is bad for you, specifically your heart and cardiovascular system. And according, if you're wondering, yeah, that includes the occasional glass of wine. So why have there been other studies through the years that have found moderate drinking could be good? They say it's because people who drink in moderation are more likely to have other healthy habits even more so than people who don't drink at all. Hey, man, let me think about that. So people who drink in moderation have more healthy habits than teetotalers. Okay, that's what this study, they say that people who drink in moderation eat more vegetables, get more exercise, and are less likely to smoke.
4: It's called that,
1: balance. That sounds like BS to me because I know plenty of people who who say they only smoke when they're drinking. Right. I, I only smoke when I'm drinking. What they do well, is they just make sure that they have a drink anytime they feel like. a drink. Uh, the study out of MIT and Harvard looked at the medical records of over 370,000 adults. And when you control for those habits, they found no evidence that alcohol has any health benefits at all. But I would say to that, these are nerds doing this study. These guys are in laboratories. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: When's the last time they had a drink? Nico's out there doing the field research.
3: (laughs) You like that, John? Okay, yeah. That one got you?
4: All right,
1: Instead of the Harvard-MIT, they need to have the Nico and Lisa (laughs) follow up on that. Time for entertainment news and a comprehensive look at what's going on in the world of entertainment. Here is Joanna Barba. Good morning, Joanna.
2: Good morning. With eyes on representation and inclusion, the Oscars are now receiving backlash once again. Despite its recent efforts to promote diversity in this year's show, the Academy Awards production team was criticized for playing Toto's hit song, Africa, while introducing Daniel Kaluuya and singer Her. Who presented the award for Best Actress, Best Supporting Actress. Fans on social media pointed out that the decision was a poor choice for two black celebrities, saying, end quote, and the Oscar for absolute worst time to play Africa by Toto goes to the Oscars. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Moments later, the show also played Madonna's 1987 hit "La Isla Bonita" to introduce Latina actress Stephanie Beatriz, who was representing the award for best song from "Encanto." And also, might I add that they played "Oye Como Va" when John Leguizamo came out, <laughs> and then they played a Mark Anthony song when "Encanto" won. So,
3: so you think they're being a little stereotypical? What do you think, Buzz?
2: Why would they choose Oye como va for John Leguizamo?
1: Oye como va. Si. I remember Esa. that moment in the Oscars because I started singing along to it, except I don't know the words. <laughs> <laughs> and Campa si
2: was your girlfriend like, What are you doing?
1: She's <laughs> a pinchy way. What does idiota <laughs> mean? <laughs> That's you. Oh. And he's stupid mm-hmm. though? Of
2: course, all of this was then overshadowed by the slap. Mm-hmm. But before that slap happened, this was probably the biggest con- uh backlash at that moment. That they're
3: playing ethnically stereotypical. Right. So Africa by, Africa by, tota. by tota. So, Yeah.
2: For Daniel kaluya and singer her.
1: Who who? Her. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Who? Her. Her. Who is her?
2: Her. The singer. The no, singer, her. What's her name? Her.
1: what she called? Her. Who's on first? <laughs> She's,
2: her name is Her.
1: Yeah, I guess Ladies I never thought about that. I thought her. usually, you know, they played like a movie theme. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Why didn't they play one of the songs from Encanto when Encanto won? Wand, right. Why did they have to play that Mark Anthony song? Oh, we don't
1: have the rights to it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do they make those decisions? Do they like... Uh, we're going to have a couple black actors. Uh, let's play Africa. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what is this? John Leguizamo? Oyekubaba. Ezra Miller, who stars in the upcoming DC film The Flash, uh, was arrested by law enforcement in Hawaii on Monday morning.
3: Ah, oh, Ezra.
2: He's just going down like a really bad rabbit hole. Miller was charged for disorderly conduct and harassment after an incident at a bar, according to a post by the Hawaii County Police Department. South Hilo officers responded to a report of a disorderly bar patron on Sunday evening at 11.30 p.m. Police determined that the agitator had become unruly while other patrons sang karaoke and had begun yelling obscenities. Miller then grabbed the microphone from a 23-year-old woman singing karaoke and later lunged at a 32-year-old man playing darts.
1: Oh, my God. Wait, wait. Who was being disorderly? Miller. While people were singing karaoke. While
2: people were singing karaoke.
1: What's going on with that dude?
2: I know, right? He was arrested and charged on offenses of disorderly conduct and harassment. Bail was set at $500, which Miller provided.
1: How long ago was that incident in...
2: 2020. In Iceland. Iceland, Iceland, Where he he choked a chick. He choked a woman in a bar in Iceland. But there were no charges... Then they kind of just escorted him off the premises,
1: huh? What was his? Did he was there ever a reason given for the Iceland incident?
2: And then he showed up at the Met Gala like nothing. Miller's arrest comes at an inopportune time for Warner Brothers as the performer plays a key role in its upcoming Harry Potter spin off, Fantastic Beasts The Secrets of Dumbledore, which is set to begin its global theatrical rollout in April. And let's start the apology tour. While well, out in Beverly Hills on Sunday night, Nick Lachey got pretty violent towards a reporter, and he is apologizing for his actions. Lachey, who was dining with his wife Vanessa Lachey, reportedly saw the photographer snap pics of them from her car, then crossed the street, punched her window, window, and window, punched her window, punched
0: punch <laughs> hauled off and walloped right her window out of there. <laughs>
1: Do you wanna hear audio of this? Because yeah. you know, a lady was recording and oh. a lot of people were watching what was going down. What did he say? Is what is what's is the still, paparazzi still a thing? Is the paparazzi still a thing? Oh, okay. Oh so I, I've heard before that one of the things the paparazzi try to do is provoke the celebrity into behaving a certain way mm-hmm. because then the pictures are more valuable or you know, and then in this case, I guess she got a whole video out
2: of it. Nice, I guess.
1: I can smell alcohol. Yeah, I was having dinner with my wife. Leave me alone. <laughs> but are okay?
3: Aren't we supposed to say you're a celebrity? You're supposed to be used to this. You're, you're not supposed to attack paparazzi. You asked for this when you became a celebrity. Uh, it
1: doesn't
2: do we seem say like the, pho- the photographer directly went to him.
1: Right. She was taking pictures from her car. From her yeah. car, huh?
2: Well, the next day, Nick apologized, tweeting, Last night after enjoying a great dinner with my wife and our dear friend, the paparazzi harassed us as we walked back to our hotel. I clearly overreacted. I've been in this game long enough to know that their antics are sadly part of the deal. Stupid of me. Done.
1: I like the way, you know, they they have different strategies. Different uh, celebrities have said, I just don't go to places where I know the celebrities or where the paparazzi hang out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've heard uh, I forget who it is maybe Macaulay, somebody wears the same outfit because all the pictures look the same. Like they—they Oh they realize and
2: then it, that way the pictures aren't worth really anything, worth
3: anything. Yeah.
1: Right because they're not wearing anything different so every picture is going to look like dated I guess But now
3: you can't wear the things you like because you want to avoid the paparazzi. I mean that's no way to live either
2: it's a way of life, I guess.
1: Uh, some people are just, hey, you know, just go about your business, smile at them, maybe even stop and pose, mm-hmm. but just don't let it get to you and just pretend they're not there. But so then the paparazzi can really do things like one of the things. How do you handle the paparazzi pose? <laughs> I just start slapping away. Yeah. Just as soon as I see a camera. Just machine gun style. It's really embarrassing when they weren't even taking a picture of me.
2: <laughs> it like... Well, it seems like Nick Lachey got a bit heated, like 98 degrees oh! hot. Thank you. Thank you. Joanna. And finally, Kim Kardashian has finally clarified the advice that she gave to women in business. In case you missed it, remember, that's when she told everybody...
1: Should we reset that button real quick? This yeah. was just a couple of weeks ago, right? Yes, it was. All right. A lot of people pointed out that uh, Kim and her sisters were all born into wealth and privilege, and she really got her start by making an amateur sex tape. Uh, she and was already it, connected to famous people. She interned for Paris Hilton. Right. right. She had a few breaks in her career. A couple, yeah. Okay.
2: Well, now Kim is saying that it was taken out of context and that she is apologizing.
1: Oh. Oh, the old, I was taken out of context. You know what?
3: It would have been nice for her to acknowledge maybe that she did have a leg forward ahead of other people in life and say, look, I know I have some advantages, but I still work hard now. She can still be a hard it would, worker.
2: Yeah, it could have been helpful if she had said, I know... That I've had had it pretty
4: easier yeah, some, than other women who are some, trying to work. Some
1: people were born on, on third base and they think they hit a triple. Exactly. Uh, there's a little more of the comments here. Maybe she does acknowledge some of it.
3: Yeah, I don't think that yeah. was the problem. I think it was that people, uh, that she just seemed tone deaf to her own privilege in things. She might be a hard worker, right? She uh, And by all reports, she works super, super hard for her Skims brand of
1: athleisure wear. But, yeah, um, a lot of people work hard. A lot of people put in a lot of hours. A lot of people have to work more than one job. And a lot of people don't have somebody to take care of their kids or clean their house while they're doing it. Sure. Right. I, th- I still don't think she gets that. I think she just compares herself to other people in her social sphere. Right. You know, the idea that somebody has to catch a bus and go to work and a big chunk of what you make goes toward child care.
4: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. You know, it's that, one money's, of the most expensive that money's gone before you earn it. And I don't think she has an appreciation for people who do unclamorous jobs. Sure, she might work hard, but it's not it's not the same thing as going in and, you know, working a fast food job or working a factory job or Okay, but then
3: then you're okay, you are going to just start comparing manual labor things to to <laughs> what uh, an author an author doesn't get down in the ditches, but he works hard at his books. You know, I can, I think you can still work hard at certain. Start- you you're a DJ, you you're not doing
1: ground, I mean well, uh, backbreaking me, let work. Let me tell you, I have never broken a sweat in this job. <laughs> 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 I've
4: yeah,
1: Exactly. I I don't do backbreaking. But you whatever. wouldn't say that you don't work hard. But I don't point at people and say, well, you don't work hard. That's why you're stuck making eight dollars oh, an hour yeah. or whatever. No, no. People work hard people all work the time, really yes. hard, and a lot of them do it for very little pay. And I've got a ton of respect. I mean, I Absolutely. do the, the work I do, uh, but I get you know fairly compensated for it. And I would never want to go out and say, oh, if you haven't achieved you know whatever level of success you're just not working hard enough at it right so well yeah, meanwhile
2: a new hour long ABC primetime special featuring interviews from Kim as well as Courtney and Khloe Kardashian along with Kris Jenner airs on April 6th with your entertainment news I'm Joanna Barba
1: I have uh, one other entertainment note and it has to do with El Paso there's a Liam Neeson movie coming out Oh, right. And uh, he plays an assassin, because I guess that's what Liam Neeson... They, at some point, they just decided, eh, you know, you're Liam, a real good actor, but you're just going to kill people You're now. good at killing people. Right. The downtown El Paso skyline shines in the trailer for the new action thriller, Memory, which comes out April 29th. Liam Neeson... <laughs> I love the just the twist on this.
4: Uh-huh.
1: Liam Neeson plays an aging assassin diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease struggling with memory loss who finds himself in a quandary when tasked <laughs> to kill a child in a hit job in El Paso huh? according to the plot summary memory so he's an assassin but he's starting to have he's starting to lose his mental faculties. I have a certain set of skills hold on leave it to leave it to the guy who has the effects changer <laughs>
4: the trailer includes
1: scenes showing El Paso police and patrol cars you have got to see
2: the trailer buzz because Monica wrote a great article that you can check out at KLAQ.com about the skyline and how it kind of doesn't even look like El Paso
1: oh well this this article in the Times from last week says that it is El Paso
2: from last week well yeah it shows El Paso but then there's this one building and you're all we don't have that building here
1: uh it says the movie was mostly filmed in Bulgaria, with Bulgaria standing in and there are things like green grass on the side of the road and stuff.
4: That's it's not like, El Paso. Look at the trailer.
1: Interesting. It seems more expensive to film it in Bulgaria than El Paso, right? No, they got the tax they got the tax breaks. Also, what does it mean that Hollywood goes, Hey, we need a stand in for El Paso? Where did they shoot hostel? Bulgaria. Uh oh. huh. Mm-hmm.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. It is time for our true crime report. Actual
1: crime stories from around the world and across the nation. We will have a Florida man game on the way. Start off with maybe the dumbest felony charge imaginable. A 71-year-old man in Denver was charged with a felony for using a permanent marker on a basketball court to mark the boundaries for (laughs) pickleball.
2: Oh, I did see this.
1: 71-year-old man uh, was finally released from jail after being arrested for using the permanent marker at the Central Park Rec Center in Denver, Colorado, to identify the boundaries used for pickleball. If you don't know, pickleball is what a lot of older dudes play when their knees just won't take tennis anymore. Yeah, it's like uh ping pong, right? But uh, no, you still get active my brother yeah. played it. My brother was a all state tennis player and on a college scholarship and everything, but wow. in recent years he's really gotten into pickleball just because he's you know, getting up there and uh Arslan Gunny is the seventy one year old man. He's facing a felony charge of criminal mischief, and according to the rec center, he caused $10,000 in damage Whoa. to the pickleball court at the rec center. Wait a minute. So they're calling it a pickleball no, court? No, a basketball court. I no, 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 but the story says he caused damage to the pickleball court. Well, that just has to be a mystery. That statement. has to be, right? Because yeah. he was trying to make a pickle
3: court. How much does it cost at those basketball gyms to put the paint, the paint down?
1: Like to paint the floor of a of a basketball court?
3: Yeah, for the lines that they have for basketball.
1: You're asking the wrong guy on that. I don't I thought that. you played basketball. Yeah, but I never painted the court.
3: <laughs> well, do you think it would cost ten thousand dollars worth of damage?
1: <sighs> Probably not. Uh seventy one year old uh Gunny was released from jail Thursday on a personal recognizance bond. He has been suspended from all Denver rec centers.
2: <laughs> oh no.
1: If convicted, he faces one to three years in jail for criminal mischief. No. All he wanted to do was mark out a pickleball court. They don't have they have uh, a different pickleball in jail. I think a lot of places are, you know, making uh pickleball courts available. Or make you know, like a multi use gym.
4: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: apparently the lines aren't marked in all of them and you can't just do it yourself. Himself. I wonder if the guy knew he was doing something wrong or if he was thought, you know what, I'm helping him out. Doesn't that sound like a back-breaking work for a 72-year-old? <laughs> Probably in good shape from all the pickleballs. <laughs> <laughs> Police in England raided a guy's house because they'd gotten word that there were some stolen bicycles. It turned out he did have stolen bicycles and the pile was so big you could see it in satellite images on Google Maps. The uh, 54-year-old man's house was raided after police got a tip that he might be in possession of some stolen bicycles. Oh, hmm. When they say you can see it in his backyard in a satellite images on Google Maps, you can really see a lot. You know, if you zoom all the way in, you can see a lot of stuff on Google Maps. It would be hard to see one bike prominently
3: from somebody's backyard. But, yeah, you can you can see a lot of detail in those maps.
1: It looks like hundreds of bicycles. His entire backyard is full of them and piled on top of them. Let's see if I can bring up the Google Maps photo here just to give us an idea. Oh, my God.
2: Oh, wow.
1: Can you see that, Joanna? Kind of. People who live in the area claim the pile had been there for years and just kept getting bigger. So maybe not all the bicycles are stolen. Maybe there's just some stolen ones mixed in. with. Yeah. Uh, the man is facing charges for possession, handling of stolen good. Police are trying to track down all the owners of the stolen bicycles. I'm just a collector. What's the smallest thing that you can see on a, like if you're ever on a Google map and we really zoom in, I can see individual people sometimes, like if they're out, on a golf course, like you can see the individual golfer, especially if it's a time of day where there's a shadow. Oh, look, JT. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You ever look on Google maps and try and figure out when the last time the picture was taken based on what cars are in your driveway?
2: Yes. Weirdly. Yes. Or what painting is on the, what color the paint is.
1: I've done it. So I'll do it at the station. I'll be like, "Uh, I wonder, you know, if I could tell anything from the google image shot of when this picture might have been taken
3: i was driving next to one of those google cars uh the other day and i was hoping that it would just capture me driving next to it so mm-hmm. that i tried to i tried to drive around i don't think it works like that though how
1: often do you think they update them
3: i think they're they maybe once a year yeah maybe once to twice uh, every two years yeah one to every two years Th- because those cars are driving around constantly and then they just sweep back through the area eventually
1: yeah I'm talking about the aerial shots, though, from Satellite. Uh, Do you realize what a nightmare it would cause if that was, like, real time? You could go and see, like, whose car was in your driveway? How many relationships would get busted by people? See, I'm
3: going to zoom in. I think Ring Doorbell has really ruined a
1: lot of people's relationships. Oh, yeah, you got that. You know, when Google Maps kind of first came out... People thought, oh, this would be so cool if you could just access like a live feed of the entire planet. No, that's the CIA. Yeah, they can do that. Yeah. We can't do that, but they I'm sure they have a version. Two employees in South Carolina facing up to 20 years in prison, Nico, after trying to poison their boss by putting eye drops in his coffee.
3: Ugh. Oh, no. It won't really kill you. What, what will it do? What happens? It'll make you uh, have a
1: the runs pretty bad
2: and will give you diarrhea like it yeah. did Bradley Cooper in Wedding Crashers exactly
1: nice 30-year-old Howard or Hunter Howard and 47-year-old Andrew Dotti both work as security guards at a resort in Hilton Head South Carolina they don't anymore though because they got arrested Friday for trying to poison their boss with eye drops the ingredient in eye drops can lower your blood pressure and if you ingest enough of it, your heart can start beating dangerously slow. They put a multiple eye drops in the coffee maker that only their supervisor used. not clear how many drops they put in it or if it was enough to kill him but Nico, you're saying probably well it, it also depends on the a like, lot of eye drops would not kill it, would not kill you um I would say
3: on on, on the, on the they there. might want to call Ask you as you for a friend. I'd say on the whole, no. How did... In, it depends on the... Is it the red... Is it the red-eye... R- well, yeah. Is it
1: Visine gets the red out? No, because some of the Visines have different, you know, strengths. Well, the plot was uncovered when another employee found out about it and informed management. So the the boss didn't drink any of the coffee. Police were notified, showed up, and arrested the two men for tampering with a human drug product or food item. That is a felony, just like painting lines on a pickleball court, apparently. (laughs) And they're facing up to 20 years in prison. A 54-year-old man and his 30-year-old son both got arrested last week in Michigan. They got pulled over and police spotted meth floating in their McDonald's soda. 54-year-old man Victor McMillan got pulled over. And his 30-year-old son Joshua was with him. This happened uh, near Traverse City. While the officer was talking to them, he noticed a large McDonald's cup in their car that was filled with soda and also something weird floating on top of it. But it wasn't ice. Or maybe it was, because that's one of the street names for crystal meth, which is what it actually was, right? (laughs) The father and son apparently panicked when they got pulled over and dumped their bag of meth in the soda. But they either didn't realize that it, it would float, <laughs> or they oh thought it would God. dissolve, and apparently it didn't do either. Hey, geniuses, how about putting your lid back on it yeah. after you dump it, you know? <laughs> it's too buoyant.
3: <laughs> Who knew meth could float? <laughs>
1: I didn't know meth could float. I didn't either. Well, ice, ice floats.
2: They're all looking at it like, oh, wow, it floats. No, yeah, it floats. Who knew?
1: The officer found the empty bag on the floor. So, <laughs> and uh, they tested the soda; it tested positive for methamphetamine.
3: Guys, they're McDonald's like, is just adding a different thing, a new ingredient.
2: They're like, it's no, like how wait. Coke
1: used to have Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Both uh, father and son were arrested for drugs and uh, due back in court. I didn't know
3: that was a way to bond with your your dad. Was
1: doing meth. You ready to play the Florida main game? Woo! Yeah. Or should I tease it and we'll come back and play the Florida <gasps> no,
3: Man? No, let's do it now no, so that when you get back, Joanna it. can do her entertainment.
2: We already did entertainment, Nico. What what you were you there. Doing? Oh, yeah, I was there. <laughs> Florida Man.
3: Florida Man.
2: Florida Man. Florida Man.
3: They're a meat said oh, uh, it's, it's e Florida man
1: Florida man here's the way we Florida play the Florida man, man game which is actually a Florida woman game today Oh, why I don't mean, you say Florida person cause that sounds really lame <laughs> I'm using man like
4: the every man one, st- yeah, one small everyman. step for man <laughs> <laughs>
1: um so here's the headline. You guys will have a moment to write down what word or brief phrase you think fills the, the blank. And if you're correct, $10,000 on the line. Provided by Town Square Media for whoever uh, gets the correct answer. All right, here. you ready for the headline? Yeah. Florida woman claims she's not drunk gets narked out by her blank.
4: Huh. We got that oh.
1: Florida woman claims not drunk, then gets narked out by her blank. Okay, that's a weird turn of phrase. Mm-hmm. Do you think people understand what not narked, narked out? Oh, somebody told narked on. on her. Somebody told okay. on her.
2: Yeah.
1: Florida woman claims not drunk, then gets narked out by her blank.
2: Okay.
1: Joanna, it sounds like has yes signed in.
3: Okay. I have one. I'm going to put an alternate down just in case Joanna comes up with
1: it. It sounds like both of you guys. All right. Let's go with Joanna first. Florida woman claims not drunk, then gets narked out by her blank.
2: Her grandma narked on her.
1: The Florida woman's grandma.
2: Yes. Huh.
1: All right. All right. Nico, what do you have? I'm going to say pet
3: Parrot. Parrot.
2: parrot. She's been drinking. That's a good one. Burk. I feel like in Family Feud, good answer. Good answer.
1: Smell her breath.
4: <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Burk. Do a sobriety test.
2: The vodka's in the back. <laughs> what?
1: Neither answer is no. correct, Boo. you guys.
3: Was it baby? Because that was my alternate. Son.
1: Uh Okay. Oh. Uh, that's almost too
4: It was mundane. too easy, yeah
1: 49 mm-hmm. year old teacher named Kristen Wiley So she's a teacher on top of everything else She's was Pulled wily. over on suspicion of drunk driving Late Saturday night After she almost sideswiped a police car Yep, that would do it The officer asked her if she had been drinking And she said no But her 9 year old son In the back seat Chimed in and said Mom you can't lie to the police. You did drink.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's mom. You can't lie.
1: Wiley then admitted to the officer that she had had two cocktails. She later took a breathalyzer and her blood alcohol content was nearly three times the legal limit. Um... She was not only putting her kid in danger, but he was scared. The police say that he wasn't wearing a seatbelt and was in the back seat, curled up and crying. Aww. Uh, Bad. Mom. Kristen Wiley was charged with misdemeanor DUI, felony child abuse, and resisting arrest. And here's the old mugshot, if you're interested.
3: Ooh! Miss Wiley. Oh,
1: man. Mom, you can't lie to the police. Yes, you can, Junior. So what have we learned today? We've learned meth floats.
4: (laughs) So don't put it in your McDonald's drink.
1: And we learned about another kind of talk you need to have with your kids if you're going to commit crimes. That's right. That is the police talk. (laughs) Snitches get stitches. You need to make it clear <laughs> with the kids about that.
4: <laughs>
2: Florida woman! Florida, man. Man. Florida, Florida man. woman! Oh. Oh my God. Florida man! Florida man!
3: <laughs> makes it milk. down.
1: His grandma makes best
0: milk in, in town! town. Florida, Florida man!
3: Florida man! Florida
0: man. man. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. we got to start
1: wrapping up the show, but speaking of coming back on Monday, the GoFundYourself cash codes return to the airwaves on KLAQ. Yeah!
0: $10,000.
1: The GoFundYourself $10,000 cash codes start back up on Monday, and every day there are going to be two winners who each win $1,000, but... Somebody could win up to $10,000. Open the 95.5 KLAQ mobile app for more details and get ready to win cash. Up to $10,000 starting Monday on 95.5 KLAQ. The uh, calls that we had before everybody started leaving messages about the, uh, the, the Oscars slap mostly had to do with Nico's tardiness, oh. and it all kind of started last week. This guy called in to say that Nico is a bad influence on his on his employees.
6: What you're doing with Nico, or what Nico's doing with you, you know, him showing up late, whatever time he wants, man, that's kind of showing your audience that they can do the same thing at work. And you, Buzz, not doing nothing about it, <laughs> you know, it's the same thing. So, I just realized that I have three little nickels at work, that work for me. And uh, those three guys, they know they're in the last string. If they do
7: that one more time, they're going to have to find a new job. And, uh, man, you you don't do nothing about a nickel, man. So, nickels don't realize the impact
6: and the, the platform that you guys have on being on the radio. So, uh, hey, man, nickel needs to straighten up. matter.
1: Now don't you feel ashamed. Don't you feel put in your place. No. You are influencing
3: people. Oh I thought you were saying don't don't you feel ashamed. No do you not feel ashamed? I well, no, <laughs> not not for being an influence for people being like, you
2: know what? has an influencer, yeah, right? You know what he does
3: it. I could. Do. Nobody's do. I hope nobody is looking at me like. <laughs> do you like, want to oh.
2: hear a message we got in the app chat? Uh, from sure. Moya, who says we need to address the elephant in the room. More relevant than the Smith versus Rock Oscars thing, marijuana and the don't say gay bill, don't say gay bill. Did Nico show up early this morning? I
0: did. He
4: did. Okay. All right. I got here early. You got
1: here at 10 till. What, what, That's early. What, what what do you want from me? <laughs> what what do you want? The, the Joanna will back me up in the meeting. Oh, Nico said yesterday we were all gathered around oh, the conference room. Nico said, I did. I'll be in at five thirty. And tomorrow. did you see? Did you see that I was looking for Buzz
3: to because I said, "Oh, Buzz, and we could do Buzz, this game."
2: You did dismiss it. And you we're dismissed like, no. it completely.
1: You know what? Because I because so, I said, just "I Buzz, do it." I, I said, "If you're gonna do it, just don't do complain." It. Though, when I get here early, yeah, you were here ten minutes early. What, what do you want? That's a sarcastic clap
3: It's a no win situation. Apparently, I can't win. So, even when I come, you're like, oh, okay. Why don't
2: you sit down with Nico and explain to him, hey, this is the time I expect you here? You better be here at this time. Well,
1: I mean, technically, I can't tell him to be 15 minutes early because he works hourly, right? So, he's supposed to be here at six. At six. You could take it upon yourself to be like, I'm going to get there later. Oh, so
3: 10, 10 is very different than 15 minutes early. Because I was here 10 minutes early, and you're saying I should be here 15 yeah, minutes early. Yeah, 10 is good. But you're saying 15.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you really want to get ready and make sure everything, you got all your ducks in a row. and Don't have any ducks.
3: You I, <laughs> literally have given me no duck. I said, you know what, I don't mind doing the news. Uh, no, I don't like the if way you, you do it, so you, I'm going to do it myself. If you
1: come in 15 minutes early, I, I'll give you, I will bestow upon you the duty of Checking the neckline because that's something that always takes no, me. No, like you 10 already minutes. asked
3: me to do that. before No, no, yeah,
1: that's not a. That is not a compromise. Tell me something to do. I tell you something. No, I, I could do that. Uh, I, I could do that before. Yeah, before the show starts. No, no, I meant I could do uh, that the day before. All right. <laughs> I don't want to have to sit here and convince you to get here on time for your job, Nico. I, I was on
2: you to time. Do it. Well, there, he was on time. He was early. You're
1: arguing a non-existent point,
3: and whoever is following my lead, please don't. I'm not the model for you. Hey,
6: Buzz, it's nice, Tony. Hey, Nico, that's, that's just a disrespect every day getting there late and then his, his excuses <laughs> and the way he just dis- disregards it. It's just disrespectful. Typical millennial.
4: Hey.
6: I feel bad for you and Joanna, but I do like him on the show.
4: <laughs>
6: that's why he's
1: nice, Tony, because even when he has something negative to say, he also has a compliment to go along with it. Yeah.
2: He's like the Paula Abdul. Life. I
1: would feel bad for you two without
3: me being here. Because <laughs> imagine the awkwardness of just
1: you two.
2: I don't know. I don't have to 20... imagine
1: it. We did 25
3: for minutes
2: those,
1: of it
5: yesterday. Yeah, for yesterday. those
2: 25 minutes that you were here yesterday, we did
5: pretty good. Okay. What's up, Mosho? It's ODG. I have a life hack for Nico. Uh-huh. This is a lot how I show up to work on time. <laughs> I have to be at work at 7 a.m., So I leave my house at 6.30. I don't leave at 6.55 a.m. because I have to be there at 7.
1: I just want to draw attention to this. He has cracked the mystery. If you want to show up on time, you leave earlier. Sure. Okie dokie guy has got a really useful life hack for anybody who's chronically late. Yeah.
3: Leave earlier. And he calls in to leave some very poignant advice for us sometimes.
5: Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah. If you got to be at the studio at 6 a.m., don't leave your house at 5.55 a.m. Leave at least 30 minutes before you have to be there. You're welcome for the life
3: hack. Thank you.
5: Be on time. Doggy doggy.
1: Okay. You know, in a perfect world, (laughs) in a perfect world. Yeah, I know people who are chronically late. And I always want to ask them, when you go to a movie, do you walk in fifteen minutes after the movie started? Are you just late for everything? Is your is your life? Are you so talking to dis- me personally? No, because oh. anybody he looking
3: l- right at you. Yeah, I don't know what. Just people doing. who are chronically
0: late.
1: <laughs> I mean, do you run late? I don't when, know how to answer when, when you're do, when you're doing stand up. Are you like coming in the door five minutes, ten minutes after it was supposed to start? After the show was I supposed used to, to start. Do, you know who had a problem with lateness duke was all often running late and he was very harried by the time he got here and i asked him do you show up late when you got a hockey game and he's like actually that happens all the time it's a big issue (laughs) when he does the play-by-play for the hockey he's like yeah that is a big issue like i have walked in the door after they've already dropped the puck before well in comedy it's easier if i was featuring duke is not a millennial by the way everybody wants to make this a millennial issue
2: yeah i'm a millennial and i'm here on time
1: yes but um, you're
3: also the producer with the most important job for the show. <clears throat> oh, no. Your job is not as important not as, as Joanna's. Joanna. Oh,
2: was Buzz trying to get so you to Buzz say- was
3: pointing at him like, what about me? Am I a chop liver?
2: You're as important. Just as important.
1: I don't know. If if I didn't show up, Joanna would just... You know, she could run the controls right. and play best of... But if Joanna something.
3: didn't show up, you couldn't run the controls. You have no idea how
1: to <laughs> pod, it, and pod that system up over there. It's been 20 years, but I... You could run the board.
2: Let's flash back to that one time nobody showed up to produce the show and you guys Let, are calling me.
1: Let's say it would be like if the pilot and the co-pilot lost consciousness and then they got a guy who had used to fly planes like 20 years ago and he's got to land it. It might not <laughs> so be they're all pretty, gonna die? but I think I could. Can- <laughs>
4: I might pull it off,
1: but I also might kill everybody. <laughs> but so, so everybody's important. Right. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. Two for Tuesday is getting started in just a moment. We'll be back tomorrow. So long.